Today I'll be reading Chapter 6 of Doctor Strange. Chapter 6 Steven, Wong said when he saw Strange come into the library. Strange nodded. Wong? Wong saw something new in Strange and looked at him with suspicion. What do you want? Books on Astro's projection. You're no ready for that, Wong said. Try me, Strange taunted. Wong said nothing. Come on, do you ever laugh? Still nothing. Oh, come on, just give me the book, huh? Wong didn't even bother to shake his head. No. So Strange took matters into his own hands. If Wong wasn't going to give him the books, he would just have to take them. If you get good enough at creating portals, then you could pop one open and slip a book out while Wong was looking the other way. Strange practiced obsessively. Because of his dedication and soaring confidence, he got good at this. Fast. He absorbed everything he could from the books Wong had tried to stop him from reading. He was so devoted that he started actually projecting himself to read while his body slept. There was so much to learn. He couldn't spend the time to just lie in his bed uselessly. After a few days of this blistering pace, the ancient one called him into a study. Once in this room, you begged me to let you learn. Now, I'm told you question every lesson, preferring to teach yourself. Once in this room, you told me to open my eyes, she shot back. Now I'm being told to blindly accept rules that make no sense. Like the rule against conserving a gateway in the library. Uh-oh, Strange thought. He thought Wong hadn't noticed. Wong told on me. You're advancing quickly with your sorcery skills, the ancient one said. You need a safe place to practice your spells. She reached out her head and when she made a small gesture, the air in the middle of the study seemed to fracture into a thousand shards that hung tinkling in space. Ching! Each of them reflected part of reality at a different angle. She walked toward this wall and through it, Strange followed. You are now inside the mirror dimension, she said. Ever present, but undetected. Outside, the other apprentices and sorcerers in the study went about their business. Strange and the ancient one were completely invisible to them. The real world isn't affected by what happens here. We use the mirror dimension to train, survey, and sometimes to contain threats. You don't want to be stuck in here without your sling ring. Hold on, sorry, uh, what do you mean threats? With a thrusting motion, the ancient one folded the mat of the scene, created a concentric pattern of timbers with a black opening in the middle. Strange sensed spaces beyond, as if she had folded reality out of the way to make room for something else. Learning of an infinite multiverse included learning of infinite dangers, she said. And if I told you everything else that you don't already know, you'd run here in terror. And she would say no more. She had made her point, though. Seeing the way she could so easily manipulate reality told Strange there was still much he didn't know. He would have to train even harder. Later outside, Strange and Mordo prepared for physical training. Learning martial arts was part of body discipline 
just as learning sorcery was discipline for the mind. Later outside, Strange and Mordo prepared for physical training. Learning martial arts was part of body discipline, just as learning sorcery was discipline for the mind. So, uh, just how ancient is she? Strange asked. The ancient one flicking her fan was watching two other students as they spared. No one knows the age of the Sorcerer Supreme, Mordo said. Only that she is Celtic and never talks about her past. You follow her even though you don't know? Strange found this hard to believe. How could anyone trust a leader who kept those kind of secrets? I know that she's steadfast but unpredictable, merciless yet kind. She made me what I am. Mordo dropped into a fighting stance. Strange did too. Trust your teacher. Mordo said as they began to circle each other. And don't lose your way. Like Hercilius? Strange asked. Mordo lunged at Strange. Strange punches at practice speed, testing each other's defenses. That's right, Mordo said. Strange grappled with him, locking his arms and by himself a second of time to recess the fight. You knew him? Twisting around Strange's hold, Mordo spun him around and got Steven in a fat choke out. Strange grabbed Mordo's arm and struggled to free himself, wriggling his body to gain leverage where he could, but he couldn't break Mordo's hold. When he first came to us, he'd lost everyone he ever loved. Mordo growled in Strange's ear. He was suddenly intense and angry. He was a grieving and broken man, searching for answers in the mystic arts. A brilliant student, but he was proud, headstrong. Questioned the Ancient One, rejected our teaching. Ah, Strange thought. Mordo was warning him because he thought Strange was following the same path. Well, he had some surprises in store for those who thought they could possibly predict Stephen Strange. He let go of Mordo's arm and pounded an elbow back into Mordo's gut. <coughs> Taking his opportunity to rest free, Stephen spun away, feeling his throat. Mordo didn't come after him. He left Kamar Taj. Mordo panted. His disciples followed him like sheep seduced by false doctrine. He stole the forbidden ritual, right? Yes. What do you do? Strange had gotten the sense that the ritual was important, but nobody in Kamatad seemed to be doing anything about it. He saw the ancient one watching him from near the temple door and wondered what she thought she saw in him. No more questions. Mordo went to a rack at the end of the training room and selected a short, carved wooden staff. What's that? Strange asked. That's a question. Mordo said, with the smallest of smiles. A joke? Strange thought. He was starting to like Mordo. This is a relict. Mordo went on. He pointed the staff at Strange, then turned his wrist to hold it parallel to the ground. Some magic is too powerful to sustain, so we... Imbue objects with it, allowing them to take the strain we cannot. This is the staff of the living tribunal. He gripped it with both hands and it flared with magical energy as he struck the ground, making Strange flinch. There are many relics. The Wand of Watum, the Vulching Boots of Valtor. As he said the last, he kicked his feet together. A tiny magical sigil came to life in the air near his feet and faded away. Awesome. They just roll off the tongue, don't they? Strange commented. 
Mother grinned. When do I get my relic? When you're ready. I think I'm ready. Shield was getting tired of people telling him he wasn't ready for things. Wong had said the same thing about books, but he'd been wrong, hadn't he? Strange had mastered astral projection with basically no problems. A few setbacks didn't bother into Wong's refusal to help. He could handle a relic too. You're ready when the relic decides you're ready, Moira said, still smiling. For now, conjure a weapon. <sighs> Strange held both hands in front of him and with some effort brought forth a bar of energy between them. Without warning, Moira struck it with the staff. Strange absorbed the shock and barely got braced to deflect Mother's next strike. Fight! Mother said with his bed. Fight like your life depended on it. He launched himself into the air, taking three long strides past Strange on the vaulting boots of Valtor, and then swinging himself around to drop on Strange with a kick to the chest. Looming over Strange, Mother was suddenly all business. Because one day it may. In the evenings, Strange had some time to reflect on what he had learned during the day, or to study depending on how the mood struck him, or to think of all he had left behind. Tonight, he was thinking about Christine. He opened his laptop and started to type her message. Christine, I'm emailing you one more time to... Then he stopped. To what? He'd already emailed her twice, and she hadn't answered. What else could he say? Someday, he vowed... She would apologize to her face to face. She deserved it. And the longer Strange was apart from her, the more he realized how much he missed her. Someday, he thought again looking at the watch on the table next to the laptop. He'd make it right. They would have a future together. Future. Thanks everyone for listening to chapter 6 of Doctor Strange. See you next time.